That's right. It's that time again. And you're like, what? Time for what? Yeah, it's the Invest Well Show with Michael Wall. And here we are, as always, in studio live. Not not live. Live with Mr. <laughs> Randy. It's such a weird term. <laughs> live in the studio. Well, what, what? What's the alternative? We're yeah, dead yeah. in the studio. We're dead in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> it's like what? What's going on here? It's a weird thing. Well, we're gonna we're gonna have a great show. Uh, this podcast, Randy. I'm really excited for the listeners out there, and many of you have been starting to dial in and, and give us feedback. We we love that, and we love your thoughts and response. Obviously, this show is all about helping you, the listener, invest well. Now. Why is that important? Well, the reason it's important is because you live with purpose, you have more value, you have more fun in life. I mean, who doesn't want to make money? Well, I think a lot of us do. We want to maximize our wealth. We want to maximize our investments. And a little street cred, you know, we've been doing this, Randy, for families. We've been helping them for almost 18 years, mm-hmm. protect, grow, and reduce taxes on our wealth. Uh, we've spoken nationally for media for six years, you know, and written a couple books. So we have a little bit to say on this matter, and it's important because... This show today, we want to talk to you about the idea of building wealth. So if you want to build wealth, or if you have wealth and you want to increase it and protect it even greater, raise your hand. Well, the idea is building wealth takes more than just luck. And I know, uh, Randy, sometimes you get that box of Lucky Charms and you just eat all the marshmallows out. <laughs> it's the best part. Come on. And, and then it's like, so you, you know, your your kids and grandkids down the road are lucky mm-hmm. if they get a marshmallow because right. you rate them all. You just get all the red the red stuff that doesn't isn't in, isn't any good. I, well, I, I eat all the good stuff. That's true. You that, can't eat all the good stuff. We're going to have a lot of fun today, but we're going to talk about what's necessary to build a solid portfolio, a well-rounded plan, and why it's not just luck. We're also going to bring in a little interesting commentary and uh, talk about Mick Jagger and Keith Richards and how this how, how does all of this tie in <laughs> it's going to be an exciting thing and I know Randy we've been doing a little bit of research around investments in general and this is quite interesting you know a lot of times when you take a look at markets and you look at investing because the typical rule of thumb out there of what you hear a lot of times from people is hey put your money in there stay the course it's an overtime thing. You know, it's a weighted out, put it in for 20, 30 years, you're going to be good. And then all of a sudden you have lots of money. That's just the way that's magically it'll occur like that. Right? Mm, not necessarily. Not necessarily. <laughs> and, and you were, you were doing reading an article and yeah. talking about some value. Share this real quick. I thought it was interesting. So we all think that it's all about when you get in, when you get out and timing the market and all that kind of thing. There was an interesting article that says, let's, they didn't actually say the, the amount of money. So we'll just put an amount there say $100,000. If you put $100,000 in the S&P 500 in 2009 and you left it there until the beginning of this year, never touched it, it would be up 191%. So 2009, just make sure we're hearing that, 2009 mm-hmm. and left it in there until this year. So that's 2009 to now, years. which is 2019 is when we're recording this show. That's 10 years that money would have grown 190%. It might be a million dollars, might be $10 million, might be $100 million, could be $100,000, could be a dollar. Yep. Well, not a dollar probably. <laughs> <laughs> but a certain amount of money, you, you put it in from 2009 to 2019, the value is up 190%, right? Right. In the market in growth. But what's interesting is if you take that same money and invest it, and you said, okay, that money wasn't invested just from 2009 to 2019, but was actually invested all the way from 2000 to 2019. Now we're in a situation where the money has been invested for 19 years long. 
you had more time to grow, that whole compounding over time that you hear people talk about, and we've even talked about it's important, but it's the idea of really what's the underlying investment. So now, Randy, let's pop the number as far as percent return. So 2000 to 2019, in the S&P, the percent return would be? 35%. So think about that. Here you are, you've invested basically, what, nine years longer, 19 total years instead of 10 years. And they always say, Michael, it's not timing the market, it's time in the market. So there is a situation where that's not necessarily true. Right. And that's important. And that's why we're covering this for you, the listener, because listen, at the end of the day, you're out there, you're living your life, you're in business, you're, you're doing what you're doing, and you're, you're, you're busy with your day to day. And so a lot of people, Randy, they are literally unplugged with what's happening in the investment space. They might be reading some articles and watching CNBC or watching Fox Business or whatever it may be. But when it really comes down to it, they don't really know if they're honest with if you're honest with yourself as you're listening to this. Even if you've had investment experience over time, you really don't know where the market's going to go. Now, I wasn't trying to rhyme there, even though I am a poet and don't even know it, Randy. Okay. <laughs> but you don't know where the market's going to go. And so there, that's a case in point. You're in a situation where everybody out there in the market, in the Wall Street world, says we're going to compare market returns from what the s and is doing, what the Dow's doing. And if you were to just put your money in the S&P from 2000 to 2019, 19 years, you would have made 35% total. Okay. Now, I don't know if you did the math on that, Randy. Have you? Did you do the math on that? No, I didn't do the math on that. Well, let's do the math. I mean, it's 35 divided by 19, which is a grand total, before fees now, a grand total of 1.84% a year. 1.8% a year. So if you're being charged, let's just say with your investments, you're being charged 1% a year. Let's say your investment structures participating in, in you know, the traditional uh, Wall Street brand. Well, and we see that all the time. I don't care where the investments are coming from, what investment bank or what big company that you're with, you know, companies that are advertising commercials all over the country, buildings all over the country. We see them coming in, Randy, on the other side, the firms that we have, Wall Private Wealth, Wall Wealth Management, which we've been, you know, helping families for 18 years there with their wealth. We see folks coming in for a second opinion. And you know what we see? What? We see typically people are in investments that are geared and tied to, in some way, shape, or form, the markets, and in particular the S&P or the Dow. And they're not in those investment accounts for free. Mm-hmm. So think about this. 1.8% per year is what the S&P averaged from 2000 to 2019. Don't miss that. And if you're being charged 1% in fees... That means your return, you, the listener, as you're investing in an investment account, regardless of what it is, your net net return, if it's based on what the markets have done and the S&P, it's based on that. It's similar to that. Your net return is 0.8% a year. You might as well be in CDs. That's exactly right. CDs have returned higher than 0.8% a year net. And we could have called the show why CDs have outperformed the markets. I mean, it's crazy when you think about that. Yeah. But it really is true. And it's like, I'm not saying go buy CDs, but the point is, is you're taking a bunch of risk, a bunch of volatility and all of that. And people, but you know, a lot of people, Randy, here's what happens. 
because they don't really understand the underpinnings of what's happening day in and day out. Not that complicated. It's just they're focused on other things. They're focused on their own business. They're focused on growing their life. They're focused on their career. They're focused on their family. They're focused on their Parcheesi game that they're going to play tomorrow night. <laughs> Who plays Parcheesi? Parcheesi's kind of old. I know. I uh, play that with my grandmother back in the day from time to time. I like Parcheesi. It's a great okay? name. I will say I, that for it. Yeah. Listen, I like to get all my pawns around the board and get them in the home because I like to win. Okay? Okay. So pardon me for wanting to win. But at uh. the end of the day... We're in a situation where 1.8, 0.8 net if there, if this fee's uh, 1%. And, and the reason a lot of consumers don't see this, and because the reason a lot of consumers see their money still growing in a lot of ways is because they're in a situation where they're working. And so what they are doing is they are taking income. You, as you're listening to this, if you're working, you got a 401k. you got a 403b. you got a profit sharing, a deferred comp. you got an IRA account. You got a Roth account. You got a non-qualified or just a brokerage account. Well, you're literally in a place where you're probably investing money from your income, from your wages, from your day-to-day income every year into your investments for the future. And as you do that, you look at that and you say, okay, quick example, if you got a million dollars, Randy, and at the end of the year, you put $50,000 of your own money into the investment account. On paper, it shows that it went up 5%. Right. So you're like, okay, I had a million bucks beginning of the year. You know, the markets were kind of rocky. I put in 50 grand. So I'm up 5% for the year. Well, no, you're not. You just put in 50,000 of your own money. That would be like you going out there and uh, here we go. I know. You going out there and you're on the golf course uh-huh. and you took your driver out of the bag yep. and you, you hit the ball. And you're in a situation where it was a real high ball and it was a little bit of a slice to the right. And you hit the you hit the cart path. Yeah. And the cart path had two big curbs on it, and it bounced on the cart path, and it rolled down the cart path 150 yards. Yeah. And then there was a drain that caused the ball to roll back out in the fairway. Man, you're, and you're talking in a place my game. Like, oh my here. goodness, this is great. And I now, now we're talking. Now we're talking your game. I just hit that ball 300 yards. Yes. You go up. You're like, I, I just, I just banged a 320, baby. <laughs> Every time you show up to the next tee, you're like, you know what? All right, so I can hit it about 320 yards. <laughs> let me let me place my shot based on it. You can't hit it 320 yards. Right. You hit the cart path. Yep. Got a little and help. the cart path made your ball roll. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. It's the same way when looking at your investments. When you add money into your investments, your value is increased because you're on the cart path. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've gotten help along the way. Just so help you helped your investments by putting money in. So this is really important. This is why I wanted to talk about sometimes just picking things. And a lot of times what you hear from the stock market is, hey, just invest in the market, invest in the market, invest in the market. And that's not always the best approach. You know, sometimes what we hear repeatedly isn't the best approach. And, and you know, Mick Jagger, <laughs> Keith Richards, both pretty popular names. <laughs> Yeah, you talk about having control over things. This was a funny story. I mean, it's not funny because Mick went in for surgery. But when you compare Mick Jagger to Keith Richards, Mick is 75. He's a vegan. He works out three hours a day. And if you've ever seen the Rolling Stones, you know he runs nonstop for three hours. Keith Richards is also 75. He's not a vegan. He does not work out. And if you've ever seen pictures of Keith Richards, he looks like he's on The Walking Dead. Guess who gets the heart attack? 
Mick I'll Jagger. tell you what Keith does have, though. <laughs> what Even though have? Mick Jagger got the heart attack and he works out so much, Randy, Keith's thumbs are really strong <laughs> from the TV remote. He's got that okay? going for him. Okay. <laughs> so if you want to talk about if he's going to play like Golf Clash or some other golf game on his on his phone, I can guarantee you he's got a really good game at it, right? So, <laughs> no, so- but you're exactly right. He, Mick's, Mick's doing his thing. He's working out. He's eating vegan. He's listening to all this stuff. Everybody's telling him out there, hey, you got to eat this. You got to do this. You got to do this. You got to do this. And he's doing it. And what happens? He still he has gets a heart, the heart attack. attack. Yeah. So, I mean, that's some, some love, people but- will say, I mean, if you put those two stories together, some people say it's all about luck. Is the guy who was in yeah. the market at 2009 got up 191%. He was lucky. Uh, you you yeah. think of genetics. Uh, Mick has the heart attack. Keith doesn't. Mick or Keith is lucky because of his genetics. Yeah. It's not yeah. all about luck. There's there's things that are within your control. Right. No, there absolutely is. And, and that's the thing. I mean, we can't control genetics, obviously. We can't control some things that happen around us, right? But what we can control, because Randy, what's interesting is in the Wharton School of Business, Professor Babel has done research on these. There are investments that are actually underpinned by insurance companies, which some Wall Street folks say they hate, they hate, they hate, they hate, they hate, that have no market risk. There's all kinds of risks, but they don't have any market risk. In other words, if the market loses money, you know, once your gains are locked in and some of these contracts, you can't lose the gain that has already been locked in. Mm -hmm. But what happens is there was a a study done by the Wharton School of Business showing that on five-year rolling periods from 1997 to 2010, these contracts actually outperformed the actual market. Mm -hmm. Why? Because they locked in some of the gain, which means the returns that some families and some clients have seen since 2000 are much higher than what the S&P has returned because they're using something that's different than what the markets teach us and tell us. But at the end of the day, when it comes to investments, Randy, you know, because people are so busy and life is so busy and we get bombarded by so many messages and so much marketing and so much information each and every day, you know, that's one of the reasons with this show, we talk about our goal with the Invest Well Show is to break through the noise and, and, and break through the fog of Wall Street and talk about, listen, time out, red flash, here's what's going on. Just because you've heard for 20 or 30 years, this is what you should do doesn't mean this is what you should do. There's alternative ways. There's different ways. There's outside, off-the-market ways to invest money to actually produce, oftentimes, the potential of even better results and have lower risk. But it's different than what Wall Street's telling you. And that's kind of the point here is let's think a little bit differently, Randy. Well, what I can say is there's certain things that you can take into your control. There's certain things that are out of your control. And you got to know the difference between the two and get help for the things that are out of your control. I think that's, that's true with dieting. That's true with life. That's true with your finances. Yeah, I mean, you got you to gotta change the perspective. So as you're listening to this show, you hear some things, you're like, well, you know what? I, I didn't realize that. I didn't realize the market only returned that over the last 19 years. I didn't realize that, you know, what we talked about there, some of the things as far as thinking differently and, and some options where you can actually do better uh, than the markets over that period of time. What did, what did that look like? What what are those things? What What's available out there for me? You know, what is available in my lane? I'm talking about you specifically. I'm going to challenge you if you got questions about that. You're working hard for what you have. Press pause, take a little bit of time. And uh, reach out to one of the team members. We got a lot of uh, white papers that have been written. We got some Forbes articles that have been written. There's been some other videos uh, that we've done. 
right on our homepage called Avoiding Financial Salesmen, really helping you in a simple way navigate and uncover the industry. And I want to challenge you to take some time to do that. It's your life. So head over to leanonthewall.com. A lot of great information there. If you want to reach out to the team and just say, hey, you know what? I got a question about XYZ or I'd like to talk to somebody about my personal situation and just have a 10, 15 minute phone call or whatever that looks like. One of the team members can assist and help with that and guide you with maybe some some different thinking and, and help you along your way. But thanks for tuning in again. And as always, the goal of the show is to help you live on purpose so you can live with purpose, add a ton of value to others. And we love your feedbacks and comments. So feel free to reach out to the show and, and share your thoughts and insights and comments and share this show with someone that you know needs to break through the fog of Wall Street out there, think a little bit differently and actually think with the perspective of truth of what's actually happening. Thanks for dialing in. Talk to you next show. Michael Wall is an investment advisor representative of Wall Private Wealth, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Michael Wall is licensed in your state, please call 888-511-9255. Wall Private Wealth is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Michael Wall. NPN Insurance License Number 7330010.